Hi there. Welcome to the End Times Guy podcast. Great to have you along for the ride today. I'm in southern British Columbia in the mountains. The sky is blue. The mountains are rocky and covered with snow. The trees are a vibrant green filled with life. Gorgeous. Just so blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Still healthy, still trucking, still able to pay the bills. Thank you, Lord. I am made rich with all of these gifts. Man, oh man, I'm going to try and just cut through all the different opinions and give you just just a straight look at what I know to be true. And that's very, very difficult. Uh, Of course, I'm talking about COVID-19. It began maybe earlier than December, but at least in December in China, we're not even sure anymore that it was in Wuhan. We're not sure if it was a fish market or a lab. Um, You know, those are things we don't know anymore. It was apparently devastating. The Chinese government reacted absolutely like monsters towards their people, locking everyone down, people isolated in their apartments, unable to move, um, people rounded up and locked up, people who broke quarantine were physically beaten, shamed, locked up like prisoners, people who spoke out and tried to tell other people what was going on were also imprisoned like criminals. They killed family pets to stop the spread. And when you look at the official numbers right now that the World Health Organization is putting out there, China has a total of 83,000 confirmed infections and 3,300 confirmed dead. Now, Canada is reaching those numbers. Canada, with its population of some 37 million, is reaching those numbers. China's population of over 2 billion? Really? America has over a million infected. And just yesterday, 2,500 confirmed deaths in one day. That's almost China's total number of deaths in a single day. Do we believe China's numbers? No. It's, it's obvious, it's plain and clear that China was not honest about the number of deaths. China was hit very hard and they lost a lot of people. There are, are rumors of 21 million cell phone accounts being canceled during lockdown. Now, some people couldn't afford their phones anymore, so that's not a good gauge of how many actually died. We don't have any way of knowing how many actually died in China. What we do know is that they built 19 1,000-bed hospitals in the blink of an eye, and they shut down all their seaports. They shut down their businesses. Um, China wasn't doing this because it was harmless, just like another flu. It seems that there are at least three different strains and probably more at this point. And one of them is particularly deadly, others not so much. So different places are being hit differently by the coronavirus. Italy and China and New York City were hit very, very hard, where other parts of the Western world have experienced a milder strain, but also it impacts different people differently, young, healthy people who would otherwise shrug this flu off, their immune system goes thermonuclear and actually kills them, their own immune system. Um, 
there is no vaccination at this point. There are a number of drugs that appear to be effective, but a lot of opinions over which drugs are good and which drugs are bad. And this is the point I want to make because of opinions, everyone's got an opinion. And because of those opinions, we don't even know what's going on anymore. We have no way of telling how serious COVID-19 is or isn't. Everyone's got an opinion. Tucker Carlson on Fox News came out and said, it's nothing. It's no biggie. Everyone back to work. And I respect Tucker Carlson. I think um, some of his monologues are really on the money. He's a very smart man. I don't think that he's right about COVID-19. I think that in some cases, it's relatively harmless. In other cases, it's completely deadly. And we're just not going to know until we get there. Now, as it's spreading, COVID isn't swayed by opinion. It continues to spread at a rate of about 100,000 or more, somewhere between 100 and 150,000 a day, new confirmed infections. And I think that is the um, limit of our global testing ability. Now, of course, more and more can become infected, but a lot of them won't have symptoms and won't report them and won't be tested. And there's a finite number of tests where I live in Western Canada. They can only test so many people in a day. And the average person, if I was to, to phone my local health authority, yeah, I think I've, I've got some symptoms. They would say, well, isolate yourself at home. And if your symptoms become worse, if you have trouble breathing, things of that nature. So only the most dire cases are going to be reported or even tested. And that is the problem I have. I've been following the John Hopkins University numbers, the chart, which you can find on trackcoronalive.live. Trackcorona.live has a really good chart, and it shows just a, a straight line. Week after week, the virus spreads. Uh, it hasn't been slowed down at all. It continues to spread just the same, you know, carrying on its merry way, oblivious of our lockdowns and, and efforts. The best that we can do right now is to try our best to avoid being infected until there's a vaccination, until there's treatment. And there was an, a report on CBN News of a man and his wife. She became infected and was hospitalized. And they basically told her after 19 days in ICU, they told her husband to get ready because there was no coming back. Her lungs were packed with pneumonia. Um, basically, it was time to pull the plug. And he knelt down. They put a baby monitor by her bed. He read Psalm 91. He prayed and put her in Jesus' hands. And the next morning... She called, she kept calling him. He wouldn't answer because he didn't think it was her. He thought someone else had been using her phone. And he was on the phone with someone else, but it was her. The next morning, she'd fully recovered and she was breathing on her own. And the doctors <laughs> didn't know what to make of it. And all they could say was, well, it looks like you've got your miracle. <laughs> so we have Jesus Christ. He is our God. We are in his hands. He's not going to allow any of us to leave before our times. We have that assurance to rest. And it doesn't mean we can be indifferent, though. Take care of yourselves. Do what you can to, excuse me, protect yourselves. 
And be careful because the vaccine, there are a number of powerful individuals who are just angling. They're, they're like predators looking at the fat carcass, which is you and I, and angling in for the best way to get a hold of the throat. And you've got Bill Gates and George Soros and Warren Buffett and all these big shots out there seeing how they can capitalize. Nancy Pelosi, another criminal, all of them trying to not let this crisis go to waste. So be careful of any vaccine, vaccine that's offered. Where is it coming from? What's in it? Who's offering it? Um, Israel is offering a tablet form that they're working on right now. I'd feel great about taking that. Um, Bill Gates and the World Health Organization, I'd steer clear of that. I'd take my chances with the coronavirus instead. But the point I want to make today, guys, honest to goodness, is it's so hard to know anymore what's going on with the coronavirus because there is an absolute onslaught of public opinion. And it's overlapping, it's conflicting, and it's muddying the waters to the point where the truth is buried completely now. We have no idea what's going on, and all we're, all we're left with is people's opinions. And no one is willing to shut up and, and just let the facts speak for themselves. You have opinions being screamed from the rooftops everywhere you turn your head. So the truth is buried now. Uh, goodbye, truth. I miss you. And all we have left is opinions and who knows, you know, um, we do ourselves so much harm when we try and lead the herd with our opinions and not let the facts speak for themselves. And as dangerous and bothersome as that is concerning COVID-19, I want you to consider what public opinion has done to Western Christianity. It's done the same thing. Everyone's got an opinion. I heard a phrase, and I'm going to sanitize it slightly for you. Everyone's got an opinion. It's like armpits. You know, they, everyone's got them, and they usually stink. And that's just it. That's the truth. Everyone's got an opinion, and opinions can be made with no information whatsoever. And people can express those opinions with passion, with utter 100% belief in them. doesn't make them right. Opinions <laughs> are worthless. They're absolutely worthless. And yet, lo and behold, oh, there, there's a policeman hiding in the bushes. I'm going to call him Smokey the Bear because he, he was literally hiding in the bushes trying to catch speeders. But instead of wearing his brown jacket, he's wearing a reflective vest. And, it, you know, I'm unable to speed on this road. The speed limit is 120 and my truck won't go over 113. And that's kilometers, folks. No, I'm not doing 100 miles an hour. But uh, I wish I was. Public opinion is worth less than used toilet paper. Honestly, that's what it's worth. And how dare public opinion tell us how we should live our Christian lives? Shouldn't that be dictated by the word of God? Isn't that what the word of God is there for? So at any point where public opinion comes up against the word of God, I want you to do me a favor. I'm your brother. I love you. I'm asking you, would you pick up the word of God and just smack it? Just Bible thump it and make it go away. Let's agree that the word of God supersedes all opinions. Take your opinions. They're nice. Yes. 
They're very pretty. Take your opinions and go stand over there now. We're opening up the word of God and we need all the people and their opinions to be quiet now because we need to hear the word of God. Hey, God bless you. Have a great weekend. I pray you and your family are safe and well and have what you need. And we will continue to pray and lift one another up in prayer through this terrible time. God bless.